Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of the Steelers Preview. And you'll notice that we're missing one David Schofield. He'll be joining us a little bit later. But as always, my good friend, Brian Anthony Davis. Brian, what's up, my friend? How are you this evening? I'm doing great. Dave's on a very important assignment. And so I just want to jump into the number two spot here and uh, see if I can just uh, fill those, fill those uh, size 18 shoes. If you want to call it an assignment, then I think that's being very, very generous personally. Um, you want to say where he is or do you want me to say you where can he is? say it? He's at the movies. He's at the movies. I mean, and he's in a live chat. He's driving home. He's all flustered. Probably he's at he's at the Star Wars movie. Uh, maybe he went and saw cats. I don't know. But no, he's at the movies. He's frozen, too. Ooh. I guarantee you it. He's, oh, I have not seen that yet. I'm sure I'll see it 15,000 oh, oh, times. Uh, 15,000. I have four daughters. I'm sure I will see this 15,000 times by the time it comes out on DVD. I've only got one, but I've got a wife that's a Disney freak, too. <laughs> so, you know. All right. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to play this Sunday. And believe it or not, and this is what I want to start off with, with you, Brian. I, I, we talked about this a little bit last night with, with Lance. And he he called Steeler fans out, straight up, called them out, bam, right off the bat. If you haven't listened, go back and check out our show, The Standard is the Standard, which aired last night. And you can hear it on our audio platforms or here on YouTube by searching BTSC Steelers Radio. The fan base is, and I know they're a fickle bunch, but my gosh, the fan base is basically saying we're done. Are you getting that vibe? I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's one loss. I mean, and you're ready to go ahead and turn your back completely on a quarterback just because he has one loss and had a horrible game. Look, we're going to have bad games. We're going to have bad days. Yeah. But you can't blow it up every single time. There's not that many quarterbacks out there. It, it's just funny, and it's funny how expectations expectations change. Because when they were 1-4, and four, coming off an overtime loss to the Baltimore Ravens at Heinz Field, one which most people, myself included, think they should have won, if not for Juju Smith-Schuster's fumble. Kudos to Marlon Humphreys for a good play. But oh, yeah. none, nonetheless, play. nonetheless, everyone was saying if they can get to 8-8, eight and eight, oh my gosh, it would be amazing. It would be considered the greatest thing ever. Playoffs, who cares about playoffs? Just try to get 8-8. Eight and eight. Here they are on the cusp of the playoffs, and people are like, this team sucks, blah, blah, blah. Like, wait a second. Did you not forget what we just talked about? Like, really? And then that's where, and I get it. It's a it's a fickle fan base. Very fickle fan base. Always has been, always will be since they won their sixth Super Bowl. I don't know, Brian. I, I get the expectations change as wins continue to stack. But at the same time, should we not just be enjoying this ride? We really should because – uh, we keep on using the phrase house money. This is a team that wasn't supposed to be doing anything whatsoever. And when you look at personnel just from this year and last year, and right now they're still on track to have possibly a better record than they did last year. It's yeah. a possibility. And last year they had a lot of talent and a lot more health than they do now. Now, James Conner um, wasn't the most healthy at the uh, the last quarter of the season, but you had a healthy Juju. You had a physically healthy, I'm going to say mentally healthy Antonio Brown. Um, and I, I'm not even trying to make a joke. I'm just like, um, I get it. just things funny. were going on. There. But yeah, it, it is. But you had you had a, a player that was 
that was capable of it, and they were underachieving so much. You flash forward, you go 365 days on the calendar, and this is a team that is overachieving, Jeff. They are absolutely overachieving. When you have the Duck Hodges story um, just coming in, and remember, he's 3-1 and one as a starter, and that one game where he threw four picks and he was put in a position to throw those picks at the end because everyone knew he was going to do it. Heck, everybody knew when they were going to run, when they were going to pass. There was a bar game back in the early 90s that uh, these uh, sports bars used to have. You could go, you had this little, instead of trivia, they had this little pad and all you had to do was press run, pass, and like, to what side and they would put your score up against everybody else they, that came now and randy feetner was calling a game heck i'm gonna win that you're gonna win it like most of us are gonna win it you know because you know it's so predictable but getting back to what i was saying this team's not supposed to be doing this this was the team that was supposed to that just gave up their franchise quarterback in a minka fitzpatrick deal in the worst trade ever and I'm putting the quotes up because I'm being facetious. Um, but everybody thought that was the worst trade because they were playing for uh, Tua, or they were playing. They were they were thinking, "Hey, it's over." Miami yeah. Dolphins thought it was over, and they made that deal. But no one gave the Steelers credit and Mike Tomlin credit for who they are, and then they they don't give up. They have that fire in their collective 53 bellies, and they're not giving up. So. Everybody can give up now, but we're not going to question the heart of what's in those individuals getting ready to go to uh, New Jersey and play the New York Jets. Yeah, I did. I swear, I look, week 15 was rough. You were there in person. When Dave gets on the show, I want to talk to you guys about your experience because I wanted to talk to you about that together. Um, but you were there in person. That was a tough game to watch. It was a tough game to, to stomach because no one expected – Oh my gosh, he's blowing up over there. Grand Central Station. Um, so, but still, I mean, it, it's no one expected that the Steelers to lose at home on Sunday Night Football with the the playoffs essentially on the line, with a five seed on the line, I should say. And and they they folded like a cheap lawn chair. Five turnovers will do that. Yet they're not dead. They still control their own destiny. They have to win two games. And it's looking like the Ravens might have things locked up, which changes week 17 altogether. There's a lot of scenarios and we'll get into those scenarios here in a second, but you know what? I want to talk about stuff. That's really important. I mean, we we can talk about scenarios. I want to talk about Le'Veon Bell and how you're feeling about it. Cause look, if you want to go listen to X's and O's stuff all the time, you can find another podcast somewhere where someone's going to bore you to death. We're fans. I'm a fan. He's a fan. You're fans if you're listening. What is your thought about Le'Veon Bell? And now that it's almost been an entire year, is there still some bitterness there with you? Is it just, man, eh, whatever? You know, he went to the Jets. The Jets are awful. Like, what's your thoughts on Le'Veon Bell? Because they're getting ready to face him this Sunday. He played a game. He rolled the dice. He bet on himself. And he kind of lost. I mean, still, I mean, I know he got some guaranteed money. But he didn't get what he thought he was going to get and he kind of lost going to a team like the new york jets because that was the team that was going to have them uh, have him um it pales in comparison the whole Le'Veon bell situation pales completely in comparison to the whole antonio brown situation because that was a man <laughs> mr. That third, mr mr third and fifth 
Okay, third and fifth. I'm sorry. And uh, I'm sorry, but Negan and Rob now, <laughs> I, I guess I have to say it right. Um, Going to get on that nickname train. But yeah, you know what? I, it pales in comparison because that guy held you hostage. He he did you dirty. Le'Veon Bell didn't do you dirty. He just didn't do you the way that you wanted him to do. Yeah. But you bet he lost. And and if you if you talk to the players, they're they're kind of like they don't care. They're less invested in revenge against Le'Veon Bell than the fan base are. I'm not. I I don't. I can really care less. He's not having a fantastic season. He's played in most games, but the one game that he did not play in was a true colors game when he had the flu, but went bowling. Yeah. Um, was seen at a bowling alley. You know, I tell you what, when I have the flu, I mean, I, I don't even, I don't even want to see a bowl of soup. I don't want to see, I, I don't want to see anything. Just give me my Gatorade, give me a cracker and go away because I am absolutely miserable when, when I'm sick. I would never entertain going anywhere. But so he kind of showed his true colors there. He does not fit the mold of who these Pittsburgh Steelers in 2019 are. They're an unselfish bunch. They're a whole lot more rootable. And the fact that they are where they are with a chance, actually controlling their own destiny at this point, Jeff, at a chance for the playoffs, you know, this is, you're in the win, you're winning. You're Charlie Sheen winning right now. Without the Coke and hookers. <laughs> Winning. Um, I, you know, for me, I was fine with Le'Veon Bell doing what he did because I understood it's a business. And with that business comes, sometimes you make risks. And anyone that's in business, whether you're playing the stock market or whether you're gambling on yourself and contract negotiations with your particular employer, whatever the case may be, I understood all that. I only had a beef with Le'Veon Bell was when in the off season, he decided to follow Mr. Third and fifth's lead. And I want to say it was sports illustrated had some, and no disrespect to this journalist, but whoever the, the woman was that interviewed him just was lobbing these softballs to him, asked no difficult questions. And he started bad mouthing the Steelers. And that's when I said, okay, bud, I'm okay. I was okay with you. And I understood what you were doing. I didn't like it, but I understood it. Now you're going to go and throw guys like Ben Roethlisberger under the bus just because your buddy, uh, Mr. Third and Fifth, Antonio Brown, is doing it? Get out of here. Like, just get out of here. I don't want anything. I don't want to hear from you. And, I, you know, he's had a very low-key season because he hasn't been effective. And that's the one thing that people said when he left. Good luck with that offensive line. Good luck without this offensive line. Good luck without some of the skill position players around you. And you're seeing that take place as we go. I really don't care about Le'Veon Bell. He's always been a guy that I've kind of been like kind of meh on. He's very talented, super, super talented player in terms of his pass catching ability. But ultimately, I don't know. You can get a beat on some guy's attitude. I just never, maybe it was his rapping because he's awful at rap, <laughs> but he thinks that he's God's gift to it. Um, so I don't want to bore everyone with Le'Veon Bell talk, but I wanted to get your take on that, Brian, real quick. Uh, Michael Wentz puts $5 in the tip jar, bring this up. He said, what does it take to have Paxton, he's referring to Paxton Lynch, the third-string quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers currently, get a helmet on game day? He should be dressed for an injury at quarterback. Um, now, typically, and I say typically, um, basically what I'm saying is that they typically don't start three, they don't dress three quarterbacks on game day. Uh, they would have to have, in my opinion, Brian, correct me if you think I'm wrong. 
there would have to be a pre-injury. Like uh, let's say Devlin Hodges had a shoulder that he was dealing with and they weren't sure how it was going to respond. Maybe they address the third, but I don't see that happening at all. Do you, Brian? No. And the only reason that you have a third quarterback on the roster is because you don't want to get them plucked off of the practice squad. That's pretty much the reason they would go ahead and do that. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to go ahead and pluck a guy like uh, Paxton Lynch right now off of the squad, but you kind of do that. Um, if not, you would just carry two at all times and have the guy on the squad, but then he's susceptible to getting yanked by another team. So that's what they actually carry three teams, uh, three on the roster. A lot of them don't have three unless they're three on the, uh, uh, in the game day situation uh, starting and not scratched unless it's the scenario that you just mentioned, Jeff. Yeah. So there, there you go. Um, Sarah, I had a question here in the live chat. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, I thought I found. Oh, here it is. Any news on uh, any news on Juju? That's from George. He puts that on the live chat. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was a full participant at practice today. That is great news because the Steelers, for once, uh, did something the right way, and essentially they eased him into it instead of last week where they threw him out there and he basically pushed himself too much probably caused a minor setback in his knee. seems like he is trending towards playing. So barring a setback, looks like he's good to go. Um, pretty clean bill of health for the Steelers heading into week 16, to be honest with you. Vance McDonald seems to be trending in the right direction, coming back from his concussion and the concussion protocol. All those players that were given the day off yesterday, Wednesday, were back on the practice field today. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in terms of um, – in terms of Friday's uh, final injury report, um, I, Joe Hayden with a foot injury, I think he was limited or did not practice. Say that'll be something to keep an eye on. But ultimately, it, we'll see what Friday has in terms of who's questionable and who's doubtful and who is ruled out. I wouldn't expect anyone to be ruled out as of right now. So um, let's talk a little numbers here, Brian. We're not the stat geek guy. That's He's coming in. But you have some statistics here about the New York Jets that you wanted to rattle off. Do your best, Dave Schofield. Um, before we get into that, Ron says, Jeff and Bad, I'm shopping with my wife. Save me. <laughs> Ron, there's no saving you from that, my friend. You just hold That's the purse. It. You hold the purse, and you pray that that place of business has a couch or a chair that you can sit on. That's true. But there is a bad method that gets us out of there a whole I lot have a quicker. feeling that this could be bad, and I'm not talking yes. about your <laughs> initials. There's there, there's a couple things you do. One, rile up the kids. You get them riled up, and the wife's like, all right, we're just going. <laughs> That's the first thing, but that kind of gets you in trouble because you don't get you don't get dinner afterwards. But the, the thing I do is I uh, I just when she's going through the sections, I'll uh, like I'll uh, do the old Bart Simpson from season one of the Simpsons, get the biggest bra I could find, and go, I caramba, and I do it every single time. <laughs> i'm picturing you i'm picturing you at like a target walking around with this giant bra just going i caramba i can actually see you do <laughs> i have done it at targets we're we're a red family when it comes to we're red over blue when it comes to shopping it's target over walmart um 
we we love Target, and that's my wife's happy place. I think she has like a T-shirt about wine and Target or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, there's ways to get out of it. Just uh, channel your inner BAD is what you need to do, and you can get out. And there's there's like a guy, there's a guy on the internet the last couple years. It was actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Coles. That's even worse. Coles is horrible. <laughs> but there's a guy that's doing all these different things in a, uh, I guess it's a Walmart. They're shopping and he's doing all these crazy things just to get his, his wife upset and try to get himself kicked out of the store. Um, that's something to Google how to get kicked out of a, a department store, but that's kind of the way to go. Um, she's not going to divorce you over it, but you're going to go home and uh, you might be couch bound, but Hey, we all have, or at least I have. Okay. Now Brian's going to give you the bad method. I'm going to give you the good method and I'm going to get you <laughs> out of there quickly. And you're even going to score brownie points in the process. Are you ready for this? You help her. You help her. If she's looking for something. You do the reconnaissance. So in other words, if my wife is looking for a shirt, she'll take a few into the trying room, try, you know, the, the, whatever you want to call it. The, 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 uh, the, dressing, the, <laughs> <laughs> the dressing room, the, <laughs> the touchdown zone. Okay. And so you, while she is trying on the clothes in the trying, trying <laughs> you go out and you do some recon work. You find other shirts that you like that you think would look good on her. Oh my gosh, this is a time saver and it is a lifesaver because now not only are you helping, but you're also giving her ideas that you like. She tries them on. You say, gosh, that looks wonderful. I really like you in that. She finds her choice. You get out of the store, done. And hey, the other one, which I will never do because I would never do this, but one answer, all you have to do, just the word yes when, and I, I would never try it, but if you want to get bold, you'll get out of there quickly. Do I look fat in this dress? Yes. You're, you're home. Notice his you're initials, folks. B-A-D. <laughs> if you want to be in the doghouse, listen to his. Now, Isaac puts $5 in the tip jar and says, is that nerds? That nerd still isn't back yet? No, I guess the nerd is not back yet. He's referring to Dave Schofield. But I want to take this moment before we get into the numbers is that honestly, um, I think Ron, Ron likes my idea. Thank you, Ron. I hope it goes well for you. I really do. You can score I mean, the brownie points. That's the best idea. That's why you have five children, probably. That's but... exactly what Lance Williams just said. That's why Jack has five kids. <laughs> 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 Great minds think alike, Lance. Exactly, exactly. So, hey, here's, here's something that's going to be new. And we have almost 100 people in the live chat. So, we kind of go off in these tangents and I've always said that when we go off the air from this show, when it's Dave, Brian and myself, we often stay on the air, not on the air. You all can't hear it, but we're talking to each other. And sometimes it's the best sound of the night and nothing's being recorded. So in other we're words, we're laughing till we cry. Yes. Tonight, we're going to have a little special episode for you. When this show ends, which will be strictly Steelers talk as it always is. And the nerd is chim chiming in. I'll bring him in here in a second. Um, when we have, Everyone's done. Everything's done talking about the Steelers. You are going to get another notification that we are going live with a new show called The After Party, where you can, can join us, the three of us, in another show and basically say whatever you want. We can talk about whatever you want. And it's going to be The After Party because when I was in college, I was a part of a fraternity. 
And our fraternity would always schedule parties and social activities with other Greek organizations, mainly sororities. And we'd always schedule an after party as well. So we'd say, okay, we're, we're, uh, we are going to be partying with the Delta Zetas this week on Saturday night. The after party will be at Mel's house. And so a lot of times the after party was better than the actual party. So that's the after party coming up. So make sure you hang with us because after this episode's up, we will obviously be back. And I know Brian, you're really excited about this, oh, and I yeah, am too. This is all. This is all I want to do. In fact, this is un, this is unfiltered Brian Anthony Davis. And, and this, you know what? I asked you. That's scary. Like, first, if I could do this in the off season. Yeah, in the off season, if I could just have a show about nothing or movies and stuff, and you're so like, oh, maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. So in other words, it's it's going to be a show that is going to be on our audio platforms. It's going to be on the YouTube. It's going to be everywhere, but it's going to be separate. So if you don't want to hear this stuff, you're done with the Steelers talk. Go on your way. Have fun. If you want to have the after party, stick around. David, you, it sounds like you're out of breath. Are you OK? Did out of breath. Run, did you run into the house? Did you sprint? Uh, or did you? Yes, I did. Because force? I had to. Yes, I, <laughs> I used the force. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so a, I decided. I, you know what? I get home earlier than I'm supposed to, and 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 my wife says you're home early. I was like, I sent you a text, and then she was like, you can't go into the, our bedroom. I have something going on for Christmas, so I'm like, guess oh, I'm wearing my stole. Oh, 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 oh. no. <laughs> I think my daughter is doing something crafty. Dave's um, going. Dave's going to like a different school. after party. Dave's going to a different after party. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Make the early <laughs> flight home from San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good, that's a good okay. reference. That's a good reference. <laughs> all right. First of all, already saw Frozen. That was last weekend. <laughs> Next, I would I would rather go to the proctologist than go to Target. Oh, okay. Um, it's terrible. Um, sorry, Brian. What's wrong with and Target? What's wrong with Target? Target's great. Just, yeah. yeah. Where do you go? Walmart? Marshalls? I, you know TJ what? Mac, I don't know. Anything I can order where I don't have to leave the ah, house. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm, you know why I don't like Targets? They only ever have one cash register open. One. That's it. Okay. This is for the after party. Yes. Let's get back to Steelers football. <laughs> well, that's the after party. So, it's going to be a huge letdown. That's not the after party. All right. Calm down. All right. <laughs> all right so, Brian. Yeah, I got a question real quick. Question about the after party. Okay. Yeah. Is Lance coming on? He can if he wants. I, I didn't he send did. him an invite. If he wants in, Lance, send me a text if you want in. I know you're watching. If he wants to be a part of it, this could be a whole shindig, and we can have him on. It's only going to be about 15, 20 minutes. So let's get right into it because we're, we're already behind schedule. Brian, you have some stats, not the stat yes. stuff. We'll get to that in a second, Dave. Stats about the Jets. Go. Okay, you know, they are only scoring 17.6 points per game. Now, as you saw in the Buffalo game, they scored 17 points against our defense. Um, and I think they, I still think they have a slightly better offense than what the Jets do have, but they're, they rank 28th in points. Um, as far as uh, on defense, they're giving up 24.5 points per game and they're 20th in points. So, one of the things that we're forgetting about in the Bills game is you were playing a top five defense, number two against the pass. This is a defense that is going to be, you'll be able to penetrate them so much more. When we are talking about Devlin Hodges, this is what he, I mean, he, 
his quarterback uh, percentage, completion percentage, is 67.8 and still by far so much better than anybody on the team. He's thrown for 884 yards. Because of that poor game with the four interceptions, he is now five now has five touchdowns as opposed to six interceptions. And Jamal Adams is one of their leaders in sacks. He is their pro bowler on defense, the safety. He has six pass defenses, but he has six and a half sacks. That's second only behind Jordan Jenkins, the linebacker with seven sacks. This is a much better defense than uh, the Jets have had in years, but they are still, you still could, you could penetrate these guys. <laughs> and the only reason I'm using that is because I know, this is why I love Jeff. <laughs> this is why I love Jeff, because I know I can make him laugh. And I wasn't even trying, but I saw the sticker the first time, so I said it one more time. And now, there you go. There's the next. There's the next T-shirt. Thank you. Ka-ching! I am that immature. I, I apologize. Like I teach. That's mi- why I love you. I teach middle school, and people always say, oh, "How can you teach middle school?" I have the same personality as middle school. <laughs> I still say that's what she said jokes all the time, and it's it's a, it's it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. So those are good stats, though. I appreciate the work there. Um, Dave, do you have a stat geek segment for this week? Oh, I think Dave's for Oh, there he is. Brian just said is everything. He, you're muted there, David. No, I'm here. I, 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 you, I do you have a, but do you have, a but, uh, Okay. I was going to say Brian covered everything pretty much there that I was going to look at. I was going to say uh, the only other question I was going to have is how many times in the 2018 season, has the New York Jets rushed for 100 yards or more? How many times have they rushed for 100? As a collective or one running back? Yes. Collective. <clears throat> Once. I'm going to go zero. The answer is actually three. Mm, okay. I and what's win. crazy is it's actually been three out of their last five games. Ah. Well, who have they played, though? Uh, they were against the Washington Redskins. They, they went over 100 against the Miami Dolphins. They and they went over 100 against oh, – they went for 103 yards last week against the Baltimore Ravens. They so, suck. Well, they, they suck. They're, they're <laughs> max, yeah. Their maximum rushing output on the season was the 115 yards against the Washington Redskins. Hmm. That's it. And a game that they won, what was it? What, by a lot. What was it? 34 17. And yeah. so that meant they're a team that's trying to like finish the game and. Yeah, though that's interesting. It, this is a game that's going to be really interesting. Before we get into the the uh, we'll call it the nuts and bolts of everything, I uh, put this little ticker up there. I always do that. Make sure that if you're watching this live on YouTube or if you're watching a replay to really help out the show. You've seen some people put some money in the super chat. You don't have to do that if you want to. By all means, we appreciate it. That's where people give their money by going down to the comment bar clicking the little dollar sign next to it and donating any amount of money to the program. That's how we're getting these little microphones. It's not that little actually. Um, and it's how we're upgrading our, our, our programs, our platform. And we have some, I have some big plans for this off season and next season. We're going to unveil those when the season is officially over. It's going to mean more content for you people out there that like this show so much and these shows so much that if you don't want to donate your money, that's okay. Like the videos, subscribe to the channel, 
and hit the bell to make sure that you set your notifications so that you don't miss a show. You can be push button notification, email notification, whatever the case may be, so you don't miss a show. That's all we ask. Totally free. Don't have to do anything. So just a quick sidebar. So, okay, guys, let's talk about this upcoming game. It's a weird game, and I titled this episode that the Steelers need to play this game as if their season is on the line. It's not. If they lose this game, it would be crushing, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. Playoff scenarios dictate that, right, Dave? Absolutely. Yeah. So what are the scenarios before we talk about the nuts and bolts here? Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's to me, right? The playoff scenarios are this. It's funny because a lot of people think, oh, we got to be cheering against the Titans this weekend because they, they need believe it or not, this week's game for the Titans doesn't really matter because they're playing an NFC team. So even if the Titans lose this week and win the following week, the Steelers would have to win both of their games because of the way the tiebreakers work. So now if the Titans only get one win, but it's the other way around where they win this week against the Saints, but then lose to the Texans, then the tiebreakers go in the favor of the Steelers. So honestly, truthfully, Titans game this week doesn't really matter. The only reason it matters is that you're wanting to keep Tennessee and Houston both playing to where either either them close enough to each other or Houston close enough to moving up a seed to where Houston has a reason to play and a reason to win in week 17. Yeah, there's a lot of it. And I actually was listening to the radio today and someone brought up this crazy doubtful that it would ever happen scenario where the Colts somehow interject inject themselves into a tie which would eliminate the division and change up the strength of schedule somehow, some way, a three-way tie with the Steelers, and the yes. Steelers would get in. There's there's some it, other it was, it not, was insane. I'm that's why I'm saying I'm there there's a path where they could lose both games. Yeah. You know, the easiest path is win both games. It doesn't matter what anyone else does. I'm also looking at the path of what if they go one and one over the last two weeks. But then right. there are there are some crazy scenarios out there. But it would take yeah. a lot of other games from a lot of other things that are possible. But it's funny. When, when you get into those crazy scenarios, I like to dive into them when it comes to just week 17, like we did years ago when they needed everyone to win, including the Kansas City Chiefs. And everything happened up until that point. Ryan, Ryan up. suck up. Ryan, yes. suck up. Who? It was just put on IR. Yes, who is now no longer the kicker. There. Yes. So there, there is they're a gonna way miss a kick. They're going to miss a kick things. and the Steelers are going to get in because. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some other things that, that could go on and could go down. But bottom line is, is you also got to look at realistic scenarios as well. I mean, there there is some crazy back-end stuff, but it is so uh, – I mean, it's like the Browns have to win out. But see, the problem with the – we don't want the Browns to win out to come no. into this tiebreaker thing because – it's better for the Steelers to be playing a depleted Ravens team because they're resting their players. Well, so, that's if you think. Do you think uh, Wang Harbs would do that? I would just probably say Wang Harbaugh. You know what? End where of do story. you get this stuff? <laughs> yeah, we. I don't know. I, I don't know where, where this comes from, but but I tell you, but um, good old Wang Harbaugh. I was actually speaking. Someone stopped me at a store earlier today that was a Ravens fan, and was and was just talking, and there. If you look at if the Ravens lock up the number one seed this weekend and they're going into week 17, there are there you could have so much more negatives by not resting your players than 
by playing your players, be the positives. And that's not even talking about injury. If you just look at it from this standpoint is the Ravens would have won so many games in a row. Do they really want to play their starters and run the risk of losing to Pittsburgh going into the playoffs with their starters saying like, well, maybe now people know what they, what defenses can do to stop them. Okay. But then if they win, then they win. Oh, well, but if they don't play their players and they lose, then it's just because they didn't play their players and it didn't matter. But then if they win, it's like, Hey, look, even with our backups, we could still win the game. So they, there's more positives to be gained by not playing your players than if you, if you played everybody. It's like, it how, just wouldn't make sense for him no, to do it. I, I get it. I get it. Wang Harbs is Wang Harbs. He's always going to be a Wang. And that's what Brian said. So that's why. Um, Gosh, I don't know where I would get that, <laughs> where you would get that stuff. I mean, no, but seriously, come on, guys. it comes down to this the Steelers just win two and you're in. Yeah. yeah you know what? Two and you're in. Do we really want to look? Do you really want to see a team make the playoffs at eight and eight and because some weird scenario, are you going to have, I mean, sure. You still, you still take it. You, you want to get in. You you still want to be there, but how, how good are you going to feel about it? Really? I mean, do you, are you really going to feel like you have a chance at eight and eight losing to the jets, losing to the Ravens and somehow sneaking in? I don't care. You I, I don't go care how with, they get in Brian. I, I know, yeah. but. Do you really do you really feel going into that game that going into a game against Kansas at eight and eight or any team at eight and eight? It could be New England. Who who knows at the three seed? But do you really feel like you're gonna have a chance coming in after losing to the Jets and the Ravens and sneaking in? I will say No, this. it's just a formality. I will say and this. I will say this. Hold on. With this defense, unless they completely fold, which I don't see that happening. I they have a chance against anyone, and I mean yeah, I, anyone. I get it, but you know what? You gotta win this weekend. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, no, no. Those one's scenarios no, 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 no. are guys. We're, we're missing the point. We don't need to scoreboard watch of other stadiums. You need to scoreboard watch to make sure you are winning on your own scoreboard. That's the only thing that matters. If the Steelers yeah. go two and zero, they're the six. That's all that matters. But the, there are some scenarios that if they did drop a game, that they could still get in. The, well, yeah, so we're not going to talk about that. Like it's going to. Let's happen. not worry about that. Let's Here's, win two games. The goal go. is to avoid having a same scene that we had last year, which was awesome and awful at the same time, yes. and that was players standing on that Heinz field turf with members of the Cincinnati Bengals watching the Browns and Ravens on Heinz fields, jumbotron and Baker Mayfield coming close to pulling off an upset and then just having just that disappointment over their face when they realize it's not in the cards when CJ Mosley came up with that interception. So mm-hmm. you, you avoid that. Like Dave said, win both yeah. of them, win both of them. So let's get into the game coming up this Sunday, one o'clock PM Eastern time. Um, I'll be posting the map uh, the Sunday morning to see if you'll get that game or not in your local viewing area. If you're not like Dave or Brian and I who have Sunday ticket, we get every game. Guys, matchups to watch here. Something that you're looking forward to. The Steelers need to do X, Y, or Z to win. Brian, we'll start with you. You know what? Just harass Sammy Darnold all day, all night. Make him see you in his dreams. Make him see ghosts. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, gosh, you know what? I think the Steelers' pass rush 
is more ghost-like and scary than anything New England has. I know New England has a, a tough defense this year, but Pittsburgh's more aggressive and dangerous as far as I'm concerned. Just, uh, you know, give, it, give him some, just give him reasons to have the shakes afterwards. Dave, what about you? What's a matchup that you think the Steelers just have to win? Um, they've, they've got to run the ball and run it, and run it well. They've got to, they, you've got to rely on that. You've got to get back to doing what the Steelers had been doing uh, the last several games with Hodges as the, as the quarterback. But please just don't run it where you're just coming in in the jumbo package and running an on-balance line and saying, hey, doing anything short of coming up to the line and say, we're going to run it right here. Here's where we're going to run, set hut. Don't do that. Don't do that. But you need to run the ball. But let's try to run the ball out of, you know, with a little bit, at least a little bit of a disguise. Absolutely. I'm My, my matchup, or my key to the game, is a question for both of you all. And that is, does the streak end on Sunday? And when I say the streak, everyone knows what I'm talking about. 21-game streak of turning the ball over. Brian, does it end at MetLife Stadium? not interception interception or fumble there's going to be an interception only gonna be one i'm only saying one but there'll be one and dave thoughts let's end two streaks let's end that one and the not scoring 30 point streak let's just come out here and say last week was a fluke we're better than this we're better prepared than this let's just go out and crush i think they're going to be prepared this week Uh, i people talking about a letdown that no way not after you just got embarrassed on your home field on prime time in the color rush uniforms, which I used to, f- they used to have something they used to, they lost, Sneak. they lost it. It's gone yeah. forever. Just burn them. That's what I say. Just burn them, burn the color rush uniforms. They suck. Get rid of them. So <laughs> Gosh, you sound like most of Steeler nation. Okay. Next quarterback, next quarterback, next quarterback. He sucks. Who are we going to take in the second round that could be the next franchise quarterback? No one is the answer to that question. <laughs> and they draft him and he sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On draft day. Okay, so that those are some matchups absolutely that we need to watch. And it's going to come down to how do you think the Steelers are going to deploy a defense to try and control Le'Veon Bell? Because as much as we laughed about him and laughed at the beginning of the show even about him, he still is a very, very talented player, and he's very versatile. So, Dave, if you're the defensive coordinator, you're Keith Butler, what are you doing to match up with Le'Veon Bell, who can be a mismatch nightmare? I think you do what you've done all season, and you go out there and, and I mean, think about it. They just played a team last week somewhat similar but better. You know, the, not a massive air attack – uh, one pretty good wide receiver that, that could burn you. Uh, but they don't have that. I, I don't see the, their quarterback this week as being as much of a run threat as what they did last week. But they really had to focus in on that run of, of Buffalo, that rushing attack. So I think you can kind of just tweak a couple things there uh, just to make it not be so, hey, this is exactly what we did last week. We're going to do it again. But pretty much keep stuff mostly the same. Brian, if you were doing anything special, what are you going to do? 
this just in the Steelers just signed the two hookers in Florida that roofied them in, in the offseason. <laughs> so I'm saying you roofie Le'Veon Bell oh, and you don't God. really worry about him for the game. Or maybe he gets the flu again and goes bowling. You never know. Um, y- you know what? You've got you've got a guy like uh, Devin Bush that you signed for this particular you traded up for for this particular reason to be able to go sideline to sideline and uh and thwart a guy that is able to catch the ball out of the backfield you have a defense that have that really have been able to shut down the screen pass quite a bit this year the screen pass has not killed the Steeler defense like it has in it seems like forever you know so i mean i feel like this defense is the def- uh, there they have it down they did re- i mean they still had a great game last week um they had a fantastic game last week did they give up 17 points not all on their own um so we know that but oh something's going on good on this side of the <laughs> of the screen isn't it just a lot um, of immaturity in the live chat you know right up my alley that's what she said jokes about penetration and going deep so whatever it's fine <laughs> Just, just a normal locker room behavior, I guess. <laughs> but uh, you, you know what? You, you don't have to. You just play your game. Is what I'm trying to say. Just, just do what you've been doing. You don't have to do anything special. You, you plan for them, but you plan right. And they've been planning for teams all since week four, as far as I'm concerned. That defense got it together in week four. Actually, it was starting to get it together in week three. But I think they got better against the run when Vince Williams came back. So you bring in Minka, you bring in Vince Williams, then it's solved. Those guys need to be on the field. You could you could shut them down. I give you so much credit, Brian. I really do. Like you are able to just put things behind you and move on in a semi-professional as professionals we get on this show manner and not laugh hysterically at the live chat. I don't know how you do it. I mean, there's some I'm probably stuff. not. <laughs> Probably not looking at it, am I? Because when Brian actually reads the live <laughs> chat when he's supposed to be doing stuff, it's so that's how we end up in Seattle with two losses. Oh, uh, yeah. Seattle has two losses. Oh, hey, this is some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he was roofied in Manhattan, double double H. I it like gets, that. It gets better than that. Okay, anyways. Uh, um, nice. Real quick, fantasy fix. Well, we hold always on. Do I was going to say, some of the stuff people were saying is that Brian will know this. He's a movie connoisseur. What was the what was the eighties movies where they where they where they used the cheerleader on the sideline to distract him to win the football game? Was that Johnny B. Good or something like that? Yeah, with uh, Anthony Michael Hall. I think that's that's that, that's, that's right. what we need to do for one Mister Butt Naked Get Robbed. There you go. Except the or or we could go so. to Jeff's favorite movie <laughs> and do the whipped cream bikini. <laughs> That Ellie Larder City Blues is such a generational movie. Like that's I I talk to kids that are in high school or even college and they're like, have you seen Varsity Blues? Nope. Like what? Like I feel like everyone has seen that movie, but maybe that was just me. I don't. That's know. the jersey I'm getting you now. I'm getting you a Mox jersey. A Johnny Moxon? Oh, they're available. I can get. Are they really? Ah, I don't know. The tweeter maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, they they have tweeters too. Mike Mike Cox brings a great up. It brings up a great idea. I think it's great. I think it's phenomenal. He says, "Jeff, we need you to be the Steelers' offensive coordinator. Put put me in. Put me in, Coach. You want to win? Put Booby in. Let me spin. That's what I say. <laughs> put me in. Let me spin. I'll tell you what. It can't be any worse than, than Randy Land, as I call him. Welcome to Randy Land, baby. We're gonna. It's gonna We're mess your mind. Gonna die. It's gonna mess your mind up in Randy Land. So." <laughs> 
right. <laughs> I never okay. get any love. I had two years on my resume as an offensive coordinator, and yet I get left out of everything. You, I don't know, Dave. That's just the way that <laughs> that's because you're humble, Dave, and you don't mention it. That's because that's because I'm 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 big dumb lineman. I just know how to block. That's right. So. Just block. Well, yeah, you block for me. I'll just block. Right? You block just for block. Booby. You I'll block for you. For, you block for Booby. You let Booby. Let, let me spin. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get to our fantasy fix here, and that is a stardom and sit every single week. We talk about that. Who's going to play well? Who's not going to play well? Um, I played the Steelers game last last week on Fanduel. Boy, was that tough. Try to pick a multiplier in that game. I took James Conner, and at one time, I was real close to some big money, and then the chips fell apart. So, Brian, if you're starting and sitting someone in this upcoming game against the Steelers and Jets, who would that be? You know what? I don't want to cop out, but I'm probably going to go with Chris Boswell. I think he's going to put up some points um, if you if you have a kicker, but you probably don't have a kicker. So I'm actually going to go in a weird direction here and say Juju Smith-Schuster. Ooh, I like that. Who you sitting? If he's gonna play, he, he's gonna pay. Um, off, actually. Um, who am I sitting? Yeah, I'm not gonna go near James Conner. I, I just, I just really, it's just not working. And now that there's there's uh, more guys that they're bringing in, and if they rush 15 times a game, you're not gonna get anything out of them. So you're okay, James Conner. All right, Snowman puts five dollars in the tip jar as a quick sidebar. He says, "Can we tar and feather Randy Land at the end of the year? I mean, we can always get our pitchforks and our torches and storm the UPMC Sports Facility in Pittsburgh and see what we can do, and we'll see." You only try, right, Dave? Who are you starting and sitting? I'm I'm not big on BAD tonight, man. I'm going with James Conner. I think they overcorrect. I think they run the ball even when they shouldn't even if the, if that's what it takes. And I think they, they know that he knows this is such a big game. They're just going to, they're going to pound him into the ground. So they're going to, they're going to live by him or die by him. And I think that's what they're going to do. Who are you sitting? Um, I'm sitting duck because I don't know how much they're going to trust him again. Just, I know after having him, you know, dropping back 42 times, throwing it 38 times, I don't I don't see them trying to do that again, especially once you had four picks. So I just I think they'll play a little bit more conservative with that way. But um that that's the best I can do. But honestly, I would other than the obvious Steelers defense, I would I would steer clear of some of the guys on here. Well, I'll give you two then, because you should start the Steelers defense. I start the moves <laughs> every week, and I don't know how they're not worth more money than they have been. I just don't get it because they're getting turnover sacks, all these things that equate to fantasy points. But I would also say start James Washington because if Duck's going deep and he's connecting with someone, it's been one guy. And if Juju Smith-Schuster plays and is capable, like Brian Anthony Davis suggested, it's going to leave James Washington with some one-on-ones, and I like that matchup. I think that Duck will throw to one-on-one matchups and know or trust that James Washington is going to go up and get it. So I say start him. Sit. I'm going to say – there's a bunch of players, obviously tight ends sit them. Um, uh, I would say that I, I feel like this is a game they're going to lean on Connor. So I wouldn't play Kareth white, Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell. Um, and then I kind of agree with Dave. I wouldn't necessarily gamble on Devlin Hodges. Even if you were thinking that he was going to have a big game, he might, I just wouldn't bet on it. So there you go. Prediction time folks yesterday. And uh, during the standard is the standard. 
Lance and I did our predictions, and for those that missed the show, Lance picked the Steelers. Oh. I hate to break that news. I know. I, I was upset, too, and it upsets me every time he does that, and I, he knows that I hate it, and he does it anyways. <clears throat> it's like it's like, a, it's like a marriage, you know? They know that I don't like that, and they're just going to do it anyways. Lance said the Steelers are going to win 24-13. to 13. I predicted the Steelers are going to win 23 to 16. So really close in terms of our predictions. And Dave, can you update us on the most recent line and over under? All right. I will see if this will load up for me because it seems like everything's going slow right now. Well, forget you, Dave. Brian has it. Go ahead, Brian. Forget well, you. I, I have it now, but okay. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's too late. I'm in. I'm in. I already <laughs> waved my paper at you. Oh. So I don't want you guys well, get at each other. Let, let's see, let's see if we have the same information. How about okay, that? Okay, let's see it. We'll we'll double team on this. Well, what book did um, you get yours from, Brian? What sports book? The one on Google. I think it was uh, USA Today. Maybe I, I don't. USA know. Today is not a sports book. Okay, what I just typed in Steelers line. Pittsburgh and the over under thirty-seven. No, 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 Dave, you're you're stealing thunder. APB on you, Dave. Out. I'm oh, sitting here waiting. For I it. was asked a question. Oh, don't steal, Dave. Don't take Dave's. I'm wanting to, to click off this thing so I can go back to looking at you when you talk and you won't okay. say it. So Steelers minus three, like you said, <laughs> and over under 38. I have 37 uh, okay. according to oddshark.com. Okay. Oh. I have according to my phone and uh, whoever I'm trusting on here, they say that it's 38. Okay. So. Um, I have us hitting the over with 23 to 16 and Lance has, could be a push or depends on which book you're looking at. But guys, who do you see winning? Brian, what's your score? What's your prediction? Uh, Steelers 20 jets 14. All right, Dave. I am so torn because I said I wanted to do, I'm, I'm going to do a Brian and just talk forever while I was waiting to say something. Um, and, and <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I wanted them to go over 30 points, but but I'm going to go one way or the other. I'm going to go the other, and I'm going to say the Steelers 13, the Jets 3. Wow, 3. I, fig I figured the Steelers either score a bunch of points um, just because things are going to fall their way. See, that's the thing that's been with this team recently. They could even have one or two things go against them, but when you stack up, you know, five turnovers and a bad punt, that was just too much for them to overcome. Well, so even if they have that turnover, they can still overcome that. So I'm thinking if they can keep those things down after an overcorrection from last week, then that's that's what this exactly what this team needs. Yeah, hey, I'm I'm like you, Dave, and where you were thinking that this team's going to have an offensive explosion at some point. I used to think that way. I don't think that way anymore. I just don't think that they have the capabilities. Maybe when Juju comes back, if it opens up the pass a little bit more, I'm thinking that this team is going to maybe ta is going to have a ceiling of 24 to 27 points around there, 28 at the most. I don't think they sniff 30 uh, this season, but that's just me. George puts $5 in the tip jar. He says, maybe we can get 
um, LeGarrette Blunt to drive Le'Veon Bell to the stadium this Sunday. That would be uh, an interesting mix there, George, for sure. Um, a lot of people were putting in um, their predictions. Brian Carter says 34-17 Steelers. Um, Dennis asks if Brian Anthony Davis is speaking at 125 miles per hour again. Captain Underpants, a blowout, 49-17. to 17. And Captain Underpants, Brian, said that he was at the Pentatonic show with you uh, last week. Really? So, yeah. yeah. that's He was I, the I, one in the underpants with the cape. he's singing a cappella too you you know what i that was actually a fantastic show and i was kind of you know i went kicking and screaming but i thought it was amazing there you go dennis sheridan says the steelers 23 17 kevin wood steelers 31 13 ariel 24 10 steelers and um you know it's going to be interesting to see how this game plays out so um this has been a, a really interesting show with Dave joining us late, but it's not over yet. The Steelers talk is over. I'm actually going to start the after party with some Steelers talk. So if you want to kind of, I, th- I feel like when you guys were kind of going at it back and forth with this little spat, that this was kind of like a glimpse into the car ride on interstate 68 and then interstate 79. Maybe if you went that way, I don't know if you went, right. up, no, you went up through Pennsylvania. Okay. That's fine. But when you're in Western Maryland, I, I can feel you guys like that. Maybe that's that tension. Growing. Oh, we were kumbaya. I bet you were. I bet oh, yeah. you were. We're gonna no, talk seriously. I, I no, things I things were so nice. I feel like I have to be mean to Brian tonight just to try to balance it out because well, we just had. I mean, you don't understand, Brian. What what did you say? You're pretty sure we're dating now, aren't you? Oh, oh Dave was spooning me the whole game. <laughs> well, with people being there with bulky coats and everything, it was really tough to fit in there, especially with the – the. I had an older lady next to me that was um, – uh, I believe was handicapped, so I was trying to give her as much space as possible. So, yeah, Brian and I basically spooned the whole game. Yeah, Dave was over – and, like, we're big dudes to begin with, and those, those seats are a little tiny, so he was, like, over – so I was, like, the guy next to me. I was, like, next to him, too, and I'm like, yeah, I think – I looked at him i said i think we're dating now too and he doesn't it doesn't matter me. who's sitting next to me my arm goes around him that's the only yeah, way yeah. my broad shoulders like can fit the whole time i'm like man there better be a ring on it dave <laughs> <laughs> all right so with that said we're going to end the steelers preview right now make sure you like subscribe follow the channel when you hit the notifications make sure you actually if someone said in the live chat you hit it twice to set your notifications to all so you always get the notification when we go live but stay tuned in less than five minutes we're going to be back with the very first BTSE Steelers after party. You're going to like it. We'll see you soon.